I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is it about this podcast and constantly talking about sausage, sausage rolls? It's just and like veganism. right before we start recording. I, I just feel like shows that have so much detail need pastry with them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm not able to watch TV without eating something. Like I would feel like it's a punishment <laughs> if I had to watch TV and just sit there and drink water. You know, all I do is snack and stare out the window. <laughs> like what else are you supposed to do in quarantine let's go let's go come on. let's be clear shrine of duty you're being interviewed today as a witness not as a suspect the official unofficial podcast my team will get to the root of anything shrine of duty hello and welcome to shrine <laughs> of duty the quarantelli emergency episodes <laughs> hello how are you how are our levels? You're li- Brendan, you, ha- you have to say your name. I was waiting oh for it. I'm sorry. Brendan. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rebecca. And I think and hope that our levels are better than last week. They have to be. I'm so sorry. Last week was like a form of audible torture. <laughs> I also, guys, we didn't we didn't do any prep. Like we, we literally were on the phone. Clearly, I don't think we have episodes. to point that out. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't even listen back. Like we just pressed record. I don't even think we were hundred percent sure that it was a podcast. No, I when I listen, we when were. We weren't. When I listen back, guys, do you ever watch like those crime shows and people's voices are distorted to protect <laughs> their identity? <laughs> That's what we sounded like. So, how's your week been? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm in the car again. Um, I'm in the wardrobe again. Yeah, are you in the, the cigar room, Reb? No, I've actually moved to the bedroom. Ooh. Oh, the boudoir. Yeah, I've taken to the bed. Um, it's very so, Joe Bigelow of you. Bam, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, Jill Bigelow's now in a hockey. Bam, Do it chicka, again. wow, wow. <laughs> Jill oh Bigelow. Bam, <laughs> chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's outrageous. Somebody know- tweeted us and said that Bomb Chikawawa should be, you know, on a hockey and now it is. Terry. With Terry. It was yes. Terry. Oh, Terry, great Terry. suggestion. Um, I'm in the bed because I had a shower there. and Did you rub I yourself decided, in creme, body creme? I literally rubbed cream all over <laughs> myself. Sorry. Rev I know you guys sh- have been spending a lot of time together, but... Rev has a shower <laughs> and then sits on the end of her bed and, like, slathers herself in body cream. 
<laughs> Sometimes people are like, what did you do at the weekend? And I'm like, I just put moisturizer on. <laughs> That's all I did. Well, guys, wait till I tell you what I did this weekend. I have a friend who lives in London and she put on an online, we use Zoom. She makes uh, wedding invitations, with, uh, like she does calligraphy. Oh, and right. she taught all of us how to, do, how to write our names in calligraphy for two hours in a Zoom video class on Saturday. And we all had a cup of tea together, me and all the girls. Love it. That's social and productive. Yeah, I'm feeling so cultured, but we were also like, uh, like a lot of my friends live in London, then some of us live here, we have friends in Dubai, I'm like, why is it taken for the world to go into lockdown for yeah. us to realise that we can have a cup of tea with each other over a video call? Yeah, I'm the exact same, there's friends of mine who I've been having like FaceTime or Zoom chats with, who I wouldn't see from, you know, it, you know it, within six months, and we're like, yeah, why didn't we do this before now? Yeah. I could have been doing calligraphy classes every weekend. What pen did you use? Now, I used a pencil. Didn't oh, have wow. the full calligraphy pen yet. I used a very soft pencil. Um, I can show you later on. It was actually, I was all right. Hannah, see, I've only three letters in my name. So it was a bit like cheating. Oh, oh you yeah. do. H-A-N-N. Yeah, it's a palindrome, hun. What? Yeah. <laughs> same in, back to front. Same, same back to front. Oh my goodness, I never even knew that. There you are, like race car. And there's a few others. Uh, this is this is mind-blowing. What did you say, like race car? Yeah, race car is a Oh my god, so it is! <laughs> yeah, that used to be, I used to have a nickname, Hannah Race Car, when I was like first on Facebook. Thought it was the coolest thing ever, because it was the same front and back. No, it's not That's a palindrome. That's amazing. It's not a palindrome. was a palindrome. A palindrome. palindrome. Uh, but the word... Stressed, spelled backwards, <laughs> spells desserts. <laughs> Brandon, and that's like a little sign that you'd have in your that's house. That's so I, you're a man. I have been I'm eating loved. many desserts because I've been stressed over the last exactly. few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a little sign that you have where it's like... You don't I'm have not... to be mad to work here, but it helps. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. Oh, no way! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Took the word out of my mouth. I think it's like live, laugh, love. Oh, stop! Yeah, signs. <laughs> exactly. Something oh, about guys, clock in the kitchen. Oh God, sorry, my Instagram went off there. I hope it's not on the podcast. Um, it's five o'clock somewhere. It is. It is. <laughs> 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 Screaming. Um, I haven't really been doing anything apart from going to work, and then I tried to bake again yesterday. It was an absolute disaster. Uh, I just didn't have a, uh, what would you call it, like a, a mechanical mixer. No, an electrical mixer. Yeah, you do yeah. need one in fairness. It didn't rise to the yeah. occasion the way I wanted it to, do you know, that way. So other than that, you haven't gone out and runs, guys, would you believe? Nearly Running 3K. is hard. It's so difficult. I'm extremely unfit. But I do feel good after. It does make me breathe and I listen to podcasts while I'm running, so it distracts me. That's exactly what I do. I I make myself go on a run by going, you have a really good podcast. Mm. You're not allowed to listen to it unless you're running. So get out the fucking door and do it. Yeah, it actually helps a lot, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, hopefully someone's running listening to this right now. I ran the other day, but I realised I hadn't <laughs> digested my pasta lunch enough. So I had to walk <laughs> back because I got a stitch. <laughs> it wasn't fun. No. Li- guys, it's a really strange time in all of our lives. Yeah. Do you know what though? Well, I'm actually a bit like I'm a bit freaked out about like obviously it's very upsetting and stressful and not being able to see family and stuff is bad, but like other than that I'm 
completely fine with my day-to-day existence. Like, does that mean, is there something wrong with me? Like, I no. get up, I do my work, I watch my couple of shows, read a book and go to bed, and I'm like, this is a grand day of yeah, life. Yeah, no, I think as long as you have, like, a structure to your day, then you're not, you know, freaking out. It's like, oh, yeah, I've got stuff to do now. You know? Yeah, I've also been avoiding the news a lot. Like, I've been trying yeah, to... Yeah, time, yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to just not, not kind of... You know, only obviously there are certain updates that you need to know and all that. But like, there's also like I was getting into holes on Twitter and everything. I've just kind of left yeah, all that behind me. Twitter is not a fun place at the moment. Just try and stay away. I made up a little rhyme. It's called "Get Dressed So You Don't Get Depressed," <laughs> and I make myself get dressed every morning so I don't start like, you know, like oh I'll just leave my fluffy socks on. Then next thing you're on the laptop in the bed. Yeah. Next thing. Yeah, haven't opened the curtains in five days. Like, it's a slippery slippery. No, it is a slippery. I did that on Saturday, actually. I, I binge-watched a show on Netflix. Now, it was actually lovely, though. Do you know when you just have one of those days that you get really engrossed into, into a TV sh- series and you had the fluffy socks on me from Penny's Primark? Reb, you, you had know? once every so often, you absolutely need to indulge that. Oh, I did great. Monday time. to Friday, call someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I ordered an Indian. I had a lovely day. Did you have a paneer? I had a paneer. Guys, I honestly love paneer so the much. The sag paneer. The, is that the one? The, the, you know, there's one with the spinach and then there's another sag. one that's more of a... No, so I didn't actually have the one with the spinach. The one with the cream. I, the one that was more of a... It's like a butter chicken. Like, not chicken, obviously, because I'm vegetarian, but like a more tikka-ish sauce. Like yeah, it's a, the cream. A tomato. Tomato cream <laughs> sauce. It's bloody gorgeous. And a nan. I also had an Indian now on Saturday night, would you believe? What'd you get? I actually got two mains because I was just like, why not? So I got the sag paneer and I got the chana masala. Chana is chickpeas. And then I got 75 different types of bread and rice. And then I got all dressed up, put makeup on for the first time in a month. And I went downstairs and I had a date with my other half in the side room. Love <laughs> so. it. Gorgeous. Yeah, on, the, on, the, um, on a table from right the back. Oh my gosh. So what have you been watching? Um, Well, I was going to say yesterday, because like, obviously I'm not actually vegan or even vegetarian. Uh, So yesterday I made a full (laughs) roast. Okay, he finally admitted it. I know, yeah. I made a full (laughs) roast chicken dinner, like the worst. Put that in a hockey. (laughs) Made a full roast chicken dinner with... um, like made Yorkshires from scratch, which were a bit shit. Shoved it up the chicken's arse, everything. Did the, oh, work, the, the full works. And then, so I had this gorgeous, like, f- like proper Sunday roast and put Titanic on because I haven't seen it from beginning to end in years. Were you sobbing into the roast potatoes? I wasn't sobbing into the roast potatoes, but I made an observation. Shut up. So we're also watching another program at the moment. Well, Hannah, you are anyway. That somebody who is, like, one of the main characters in it is actually in Titanic. Mm. Are you following me? Aaron Paul. No. Oh, no. What? So, liar. Yes. Your man. Yeah. So, the lead character in that is the guy in the lifeboat in Titanic who goes, Is there anybody out there? That's him. Can anybody hear me? And then Kate Winslet's like, shh, shh, come back, come back. That's him. <laughs> the Welsh fella. Yeah. Oh my gosh. His name is Girl, Ian, I haven't even seen think, Liar, Ian but I'm something. shocked. Yeah. I Hold on, now we get it up. That's a great um, fact of the day, Brendan. So I think wow. his name is Ian Gruff, Grufford. Yeah. His name is Ian Grufford, yeah. 
Egan, like the Welsh spelling. Uh, He first came to public attention as 5th Officer Harold Lowe in Titanic. That was released, what, 1998, maybe? Mm, Six or seven, I think, yeah. Oh, probably. But like, geez, that's... uh, Imagine saying that you were in Titanic. Yeah. The guy that went, is there anybody out there? (laughs) (laughs) Just like using an oar to like shove frozen bodies out of the way. Yes. Um, I just googled his name and the second kind of prompt that came up was Ian Grufford's Titanic. So either lots of people find that interesting or the phone is listening to me. Yeah, well, I mean, a little from column A, a little from column B. So come here, are you caught up on Liar? I know, Reb, you're not watching it, but Hannah, are you? No, I need to watch it, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm caught up. I've literally nothing else to do. Like, I'm now watching things like live as they come out, you know, before I might have pre-recorded. I had a life where now I'm like, is it five to nine yet? Yeah. Like, spoiler-free now, but I have to say the most recent episode has probably been my least favourite out of them all. Yeah, I feel like it's like I it's not as interesting as the first season, and I feel now we kind of know what happened, so I don't really care. Yeah. And there's only one episode to go, which I didn't realise. Next week is the last one. Yeah, it's only five. And even when I saw that come up at the end, I was like, oh, whatever. Not that clear. Do you guys no? think there'll be a third season? or? I don't think crack? so, no. I don't think so. I think they've dragged this out now, in fairness. Yeah. I like, yeah, I have mm. enjoyed, I've enjoyed it. It's been grand, but like, it's, yeah. I'm not I'm upset not, that it's gone. No, I don't. The main character, Laura, I'm, I, I don't find her, um, like, I'm not really fighting for her as much as you probably should be for someone in her situation. I'm just more like, oh, ever, which is it's awful. No, I, no, I get you. That's true. Do you know who I do love is the detective who was in Coronation Street as well. I don't know her name, but I her love name her. Is, yeah, I was actually only um, reading about her today. Isn't her name Kathy? Is it? Yeah. Oh. Her name is Catherine Kelly. Oh, yeah. So it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's deadly. She's yeah, so glam, isn't she? Yeah, I'd love to see more of her. Yeah, and how glam like, are we talking? Um, like, not, she's up not there, Jill like, Bigelow glam. Okay. But she's like a female detective, yeah. very harsh views, always looks gorgeous, getting shit done kind of vibe. Yeah. Mm, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. I'm, in, I'm enjoying Liar, but like you say, I'm not devastated that next week is the end. Yeah, I'll let it go happily and then I'll move on and I probably won't think about it again. And what will you be moving on to? Well, Save Me Too oh, is back. Yeah. That's back on Wednesday. That's something I'm very excited for. Now, see, we spoke about it last week. Yeah, it's been, and like I said, it's been a long time since I watched season one. I don't really fully remember. Okay, we could do a little <clears throat> recap. Oh, sorry, Rebecca, are you about to give us one? <laughs> no, so basically, I, I'm just Here's looking at a few. <clears throat> I'm looking at a few uh, an article online, right? So I actually Wouldn't watched like Save Me for the first time like t- two weeks ago. Ah, oh, brilliant. Okay, you're recent. Refresh my so, memory. So season one uh, centers around Lenny James's character called Nelly. Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's a bit of a chancer. Real Londoner. Yeah, we hit with the ladies, all right. Anyway, his <laughs> life was turned upside down after he was accused of the abduction of the daughter that he barely knew, Jodie. I forgot that he was accused of it, and that's what starts his whole kind of journey, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so he, he ah. really becomes a detective in his, in the, uh, like, he takes it upon himself to find out exactly what happened. Um, so it, it's absolutely brilliant. Obviously, for people who haven't seen it, I don't want to tell you what happens at the end. But 
season two, there's a lot of things that we need answers, really. Yeah, see, like, I think we're probably okay to spoil it, are we? Or do we wait, do we give a little spoiler warning and wait until next week? Well, we do a spoiler okay, warning. Spoil, and then... spoiler warning now. Okay, okay, so are we saying, like, fast forward, like, five minutes? Yeah. Okay. Okay, give it to us, Rob. So, so season two of the show is going to be set 17 months after the events of season one. Um, and it's going to follow the return of the estranged father, Nelly, and his yellow puffer jacket as yeah. he continues <laughs> on his unsuccessful search for his daughter, who it's looking like uh, has been taken into some sort of, will we call it like a pedophile? Yeah, like sex, sex trafficking. trafficking. Yeah. Uh, sex trafficking a bit like taken like that was the that level of like men bidding on it's like, really dark isn't it's it? so dark yeah it, it, it's it's actually a t- it could be a tough watch when you think about it do you know that yeah way? it's definitely um, like trigger warning for for some people yeah definitely so i guess um the fact that it's called save me too is in t-o-o is like there's another person that needs to be saved yeah. obviously yeah, I love um, the ambiguity of that. Yeah, it's amazing. And at the end of season one, he does discover a girl who is really like his daughter, um, who he finds her in all those caravans in the last scene. And that was horrific. And obviously, she then uh, he, he's trying to find his daughter through her and through what she knows. So I would imagine, I don't know if she's going to be in season two. I know that uh, Saran is is uh, returning. She's Jodie's mum. Um, and then James's character is Lenny James's character returning. Oh, what he must be, he must be, surely. Yeah, I hope so. I must, yeah, he I'll, wrote it and created it. Oh, not Lenny James, sorry, Jesus, Stephen Graham. Oh, Stephen, Stephen Graham. Graham. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yes. Helen. So, so basically, sorry, season two is gonna uh, follow the high profile trial of Gideon, accused Ooh. of the sexual exploitation of Grace, the young woman that Nelly found in the caravan park. So that, that brings newfound hope. And the whole thing is that will these details that emerge provide a fresh lead to Jodie? Okay. Oh, God. Okay, because so the when, end of... Go on. When is it out? It's, it's starting on Wednesday, the 1st of April. Oh, is that tomorrow? No, what Le- day is What day is today? Today's Monday. So oh, Wednesday. Right. Yeah, this Wednesday. <laughs> okay, um, I don't have enough time so, to rewatch season one. <laughs> No, but it's so basically Claire, who's uh, played by Saran Jones, is confronted with the grim possibilities of her daughter's fate, and Gideon's wife Jennifer faces the grim truth of the monster that she's been married to. Um, elsewhere, Nelly puts his relationships and his life on the line as he heads deeper into Gideon's hidden hidden worlds. Okay. Okay. Sounds amazing. So basically, the whole thing is that Nelly is torn between protecting Grace and keeping his search alive. And that information is from the irishexaminer.com. Thank you to the Irish Examiner and thank you, Rebecca. Thanks, Reb, for well, refreshing my memory. Uh, Mark okay, so Bettis. I'm looking forward to it. Mark Bettis yeah, on Twitter says that he is watching Safe at the moment. Um, oh, yeah. that's the Harlan Coben Netflix thing. So obviously Harlan Coben, the author, he signed up for a 14-book deal with Netflix. Ah, safe yeah, 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 Safe. was the first one. Safe yeah. was the first one, and then what was the one? The, the Stranger. Stranger. And we yes. got that about, that's only out a couple of weeks, so he's, we've got 12 more of those type of shows to call yeah. from him with Netflix, and they're just brilliant. They're so bingeable, they're real page turners, so and that kind of like comes across, like they're like, 
you just want to watch episodes back to back. The oh, I can't wait for them. And he has a, he, obviously he's an author and he loads of books, but uh, my, my other half is a big fan of his books. And there's a character in loads of them <laughs> called Myron. And I'm really hoping that some of the Netflix shows are coming out feature him. Because every book features him, like all the ones I've read. So is I'm he like, a detective? Yeah, like I yeah yeah like he is a bit. Is he a private investigator? I don't know. I can't remember, but he's brilliant. Like they're lit. They're so far fetched. But then I feel like when you watch them on TV, they're not. Gotcha. Do you know? Anyway, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the series that I watched at the weekend in a day is on Netflix. It's called Dare Me. Okay. Oh yeah, it's a good. Now, right? Okay, so I obviously I feel like everyone loves cheerleaders again after they watch Cheer on Netflix. Um, so they're real fashionable again. Obviously, Bring It On was an iconic film, pivotal for women growing up. It's I, I getting think. hot in here. <laughs> yeah. Brendan. That's all you <laughs> obsessed. And um, so I watched this the weekend, right? So like basically it's about all these female uh female these teenage girls um in this midwestern town, a really small town, and they get this new cheer coach and loads of loads of shit goes down with with their whole community. And there's a lot of lesbian undertones. Oh? There's a lot of pining for each other. There's a lot of teenage angst. Like, <laughs> honestly, I didn't like it at the start. I was like, I don't care about any of you people. Like, I literally was watching it being like, why am I watching this? And then I got into it and it's pretty lit. Oh. What else could you, like, if you could compare it to something? Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, maybe it's darker than Bring It On. Like, in terms of, like, the, it is it is about the cheerleading, but it's not really. It's kind of like Friday Night Lights mixed with, um, what would we say, what's really bitchy girls that you can think of? Mean girls? Mm, darker. Dark, mm. More bullying rather than comedy. <laughs> is it River Daily? <laughs> like, without the supernaturalness, do you know what I mean? But it, okay. Listen, listen, uh, I did watch it in a day. I did enjoy it, and I probably will watch the second season. And it's just, it distracted me, is the only way I can describe. I did get, I was just like, do you know what? When I was watching it, I didn't think about any of the stuff that was going on in the world at the moment. So, I mean, it did its job. Yeah, that's all you need at the moment. It is a bit lit. There's a few, you know, there's a few people who are easy on the eye. Bomb chicka wow wow. <laughs> Guys, I may have just like figured something out here, but I need to just sign into Netflix for one second. But I think there's already another Harlan Coben streaming oh, on the really? platform that Excuse hasn't been announced. Excuse man, isn't this exclusive? Guys, we'll talk amongst <laughs> ourselves. No, here you go. Oh. 2020 Harlan Coben's adaptation of his book The Woods is. Coming to okay, so basically, if you search it on Netflix, it shows up, but it's yeah. not, it's not like you can't play it just yet. You can put it in your list. Exactly, it's coming really soon. So the description is: a Warsaw prosecutor's hopes rise when a body is found and linked to his sister's disappearance twenty-five years earlier. Adapted from the Harlan Coben novel. Well, that is right up Mont Street. Yeah, we'll be signing up to that one. Thanks very When's much. When's that going to be released, does it say? It just says coming soon, and I've put a little notification onto it so we can have a chat about that. But, I mean, if it's up there and it has the artwork and you're able to search for it, that's coming really soon. Okay, that looks absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm delighted oh, about that. I've seen a tweet from Harlan Coben. He says, my advice, put this on your Netflix, remind me or watch list now. And he tweeted that on the 23rd of February. Jesus, that was only a few days ago. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So we, we asked people on Twitter and on Instagram to tell us what they're watching quarantelly wise at the moment. So like people who are like staying at home, self-isolating in quarantine. And loads of people came back with kind of the same few shows kept popping up. But one of them was Tiger King on Netflix. <laughs> I have watched this. Have either of you started it? So, our Craig has watched it. He binged the whole thing yesterday, literally sat down and could not get up from the telly until it was over. Now, yeah. I asked him would I like it, and I've asked a couple of people, but the, oh, you know how sensitive I am around animals and stuff mm. like that, and I've been told, no, it's not for me. So, I got Craig to tell me the whole premise of it yesterday so I can still have conversations with people about yeah. it because it's obviously like the in show. So, I'm aware of what happened, and it sounds absolutely off the wall and really entertaining so i've two full episodes done now i did the first one and i was like okay this is okay but i watched the second one today and i was like i am in thank you oh yeah okay so in like in because i was worried maybe that i start watching it and i wouldn't be arsed but really it's about the people and not the tigers it's, like every, kind yeah, of... it's not really about the tigers to be honest like obviously it's horrendous and nobody should be keeping like at wild animals like that but this like e- every person is such a character and i don't necessarily mean that in a good way you're just like what like <laughs> like some of them don't have a tooth in their heads yeah. <laughs> when Greg was telling me what happened yesterday, it was like someone describing a dream. I was like, what? It's... Like, it just goes off on these mad tangents. Yeah. I didn't realise that there were so many people who had those, like, private zoos. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's America. <laughs> There's no laws against keeping animals like that in the States. Bloody hell, uh, the synopsis says a zoo owner spirals out of control amid a cast of eccentric characters in this true murder for hire story yeah. from the underworld of big cat breeding. Like, what? Yeah, I cannot. <laughs> like, I, after watching the second episode, I can't wait to do episode three, which I'm probably going to do as soon as we finish this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling like getting into bed now and just watching a load of telly. I'm in one of them moods. Um, now just, just yeah, go for it. Before I put Titanic on yesterday, and before I made the roast dinner, I started to rewatch the newsroom, as in HBO's the newsroom with Jeff Daniels and Emily Mortimer. I love it so much. I love it. I forgot because I only watched it once when it was first out, and I kind of forgot about it. Oh my god, I love the drama. Where can it's, I watch it? I've never seen it. It's on Now TV. <gasps> it's on Now TV. I have Now TV. Yeah. Rebecca, oh. it's so thrilling every single episode. I'm ro- I'm adding it to Mon list. I have a list. I'm like Mon list. And okay, also, so. if you need any more convincing, Jane Fonda is in it. Uh, excuse me, guys. Have you? Your office, and have Dev you Patel. Grace and Frankie. Dev I love Dev well. Patel. The Red newsroom. Brenton, when you text me about the essay, that was such a coincidence because I'm watching Westworld season three at the minute. Yeah. And John Gallagher Jr., he plays oh Jim Harper. I love him. Yeah, the guy who goes out with Margaret and he's in Westworld season three now. And he's just one of those faces. I was looking at him for ages. I was like, where do Why I do know, know him from? from? And then it was the newsroom. But um, remember we were talking about that scene that went on. <laughs> that scene that went viral um last year from the plane oh god and it went viral because someone whoever tweeted out the clip was like this is the single worst piece of television (laughs) ever created 
Yeah, but do you not remember what happens in this scene? We I might don't have remember. to retweet it off the Shrine account. I don't remember, but like, I'm, I'm definitely, I'll, I'll have rewatched it by this weekend. I'd say. Let me retweet it off the Shrine account if I can find okay, it. Okay, We'll actually give you a laugh. And let Will it, it make be said me laugh that, even if I haven't seen it. Yeah, no, it's outrageous, Rebecca. But let it be said, I really enjoyed the show, and Brendan is loving it. So we're not slagging it off just this particular scene. Yeah. Okay. Guys, just back to the Tiger King for a really brief uh, second. Yeah. I was on Twitter earlier, which I know I'm saying I'm trying to get rid of, but like obviously sometimes like I do love Twitter for the random content. And <laughs> some of the stars of Tiger King have been spotted in throwback pictures of Britney Spears's infamous VMA performance for I'm a Slave for You. Would we call them stars? People. <laughs> yeah. The characters, but like, there's pictures of Britney Spears and the guy called Doc. Oh, Did yeah. she get the snake off them? So she got the tiger off them. I don't know about the snake, but like, everyone's just freaking out about this. They're like, Doc Antle is Britney Spears's like tiger handler in that performance. They I've app- watched that performance so many times. Yeah, they apparently like like because they have like obviously tigers and lions and cheetahs and snow leopards and like loads of reptiles and stuff. So like a lot of like music videos and like Hollywood movies. They would go to these guys to be like, okay, we need a tiger or, or whatever. Yeah. And so there's the, like their animals have like featured in so many like things. That's crazy. And also your one Carol, I've heard people talking about Carol Baskin. Yeah. There's apparently a picture of Britney Spears allegedly sitting down at the VMAs and Carol's next to her. Like lads, the episode <laughs> I just watched. she's very suspicious. Like so <laughs> yes. suspicious, I was just going to say. Apparently <gasps> oh. Carol's up to no good at all. Bit guys, of, I actually, a bit of Brookside Close in Florida. You need to look at these pictures, guys. Outrageous. Like, it's mad. Anyway, sorry. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Come here, Back what else? Yeah, what else are other people watching? Like, what if they tweeted and Instagrammed us? 
Um, Let's have well, a look. Mon, mon personally, I've been watching Homeland again, which I'm actually really Ooh. enjoying. Um, we've got a lot of tweets in, right? Thank you, everyone who tweeted us. We actually really appreciate it, to be honest yeah. with you, because it's it's actually nice sometimes knowing that, what's the word, we're all in this together. Everyone's bored. Everyone's, you know, trying to stay safe, trying to social distance. Uh, so Emma, who is M's thoughts on Twitter, says, uh, I finished watching Cobra on Sky the other day. It's brilliant and eerily... A bit similar to what's happening right now. Also loving Liar and Love is Blind because we need trashy TV now more than ever. And The Split, also the new season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I have to say I agree totally about The Split wholeheartedly. Can't recommend it enough. Yeah, people have said uh, Westworld, Ozark, uh, Tiger King and The Nest has come up a lot. Guys. Well, we okay. Let's keep going with the what people have said, and then let's chat about the we'll nest. We'll get into the nest in full, then. Yeah, Jill, blown away isn't covering it. Jill Bigelow herself, bomb chicka wow wow, tweeted us. Bomb chicka wow wow. <laughs> she says, "I'm watching Line of Duty series five. My hair is magnificent." <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people saying you've got to watch the nest. <laughs> Brandon's trolling me with myself. Um, Line of Duty from the start, season one. Hunters oh. on Amazon Prime, and then Ozark on Netflix. That's from Josephine. Are they rewatching um, Line of Duty or watching for the first time? No rewatching. Oh, okay, fine. Alison, yeah. Alison Patterson on Twitter says she's rewatching. Um, the Nest and the Mandalorian, which AKA is Baby Yoda. Oh, Baby Yoda. Oh, I'm watching the Mandalorian. Is I don't it think it'll be for me. No, like as in, so I started watching, basically me and Craig made a deal last year that I will watch all of the Star Wars films and go to the new film with him enthusiastically if he watches all of the Harry Potter films with equal enthusiasm and has so conversations good. with me about them forever. <laughs> okay. So um, we done that and now The Mandalorian is out, so I didn't have a choice, but Baby Yoda is like the main character. He's so cute, he's a child. His name is The Child. He's 50, Rebecca. <laughs> No, he's gorgeous. Baby Yoda is 50. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day and it was like, it was like me at the start of March and it was Baby Yoda and then it was like me by the end and it was Yoda. <laughs> um, also, loads of people have been watching Spooks. Spooks is Keely Hawes <gasps> and her husband. Adore. And her husband too is your man who I had no idea was In Succession. Shoot. In Succession. Yes. Exactly. I was when I found that out. I also haven't seen the second season of Succession. It was on Now TV, but it's not on it anymore, I don't think. Oh, it's absolutely, it just keeps getting better. You do, I actually, to be honest with you, I would love to be watching that soon. So I'm going to add that to Mon list as well. Get it on the list. Yeah. Um, okay, what's gorgeous. Tom's second name in Succession? It's something like, oh yeah, Wham. I can't even pronounce it. Wham's got, I can't say it. Tom. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I need to Google it. It's so Tom good. Tom in succession. Yeah, he's absolutely stunning. Like, oh get my in, God. Tom Wamgan. <laughs> Tom Wamgan. <laughs> <laughs> it spells W-A-M-B-S-G-A-N-S. He is gas crack. Like, he's absolutely turned, isn't he? Matthew McFadden. That's a lot of yeah. consonants in one surname. Oh, that'll get you... <laughs> Manny points and Scrabble, let me tell you. <laughs> Whoa, is that one of those bleeding things that your name spelled the same? No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it's absolutely not. <laughs> Do you want to hear what people have been watching on Instagram? Are you doing with our Oh, of course, yes. Tell me more. People have been actually, like, we're not just getting one word answers here. We're getting little paragraphs. So Lady Tube Driver said the first season of Slack 
on Sky in preparation for the new series, which is coming on April 13th. Oh. Really good. Tore through six episodes in two days. Now, I've never heard of Flack. I've never heard of Flack. No, me either. Let's have a quick look because if there's a new season coming, that could be just perfect for us. Yeah. Flack is a comedy drama about a take-no-prisoner public relations professional named Robin. This is going to be good. He was an American working for a London PR firm. That sounds funny. Um, Lady Nels Bells is watching Boardwalk Empire on Sky Box Sets. Angela Lax-Kennedy, she's re-watching Spooks on Netflix. Hong Kong Sweet is re-watching Lose Their Witches. Like, probably... Like it's in my brilliant. top three favorite shows of all time. Like I've yeah. watched it. It's I think it's very rewatchable. I, I never get yeah. it. I think I I was like midway maybe through season two and I just I don't know. I it freaked me out, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, season, I, I must have been in a bad mood or something. It didn't hold my attention. Oh, get back in, Brandon. Seasons one and two are amazing. It does drop off. It came back for series four. There are just three episodes, um, and they weren't great. But the first season. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, Caroline Pollard, 93, is watching The Stranger on Netflix. Kate Worthington is also watching Scandal and Luther. Oh, I used um, to love Scandal. Yeah. Um, Dee Gibbs is watching The Stranger. And Chucky B94 is watching Cheer. That is so good on Netflix. I need to finish that. I've watched. Yeah, like, same. Know, I didn't finish it. Yeah. Oh, guys, yeah. it's so good. And then Claudia Manning 6, she's watching The West Wing. It's her comfort Ooh. television, a show that I need to put on my list. Oh, I need never to put that it. on my list Yeah, well. I've never Jeez. watched The West Wing, yeah. Okay, let's get it on the list, guys. Um, um, so The Nest was mentioned oh. a lot. It, it's just right up the street of the stuff that we love and a perfect crossover with um, Line of Duty, isn't it? Yeah, with Martin Comston. Um, like, I liked the first episode, but the second one was... Fantastic. Yeah, now I'm a little bit confused. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just maybe I haven't been paying enough attention. Okay, so will we do another spoiler alert now? Oh, yeah. Yes, spoiler alert. I think a lot of people that seem to be listening to this are watching it, but definitely yeah. spoiler alert. And let's have a good conversation about it because I'm like, like obsessed with it at the minute. Yeah, okay. So in episode one, then obviously Martin Comston and uh, his uh, on screen wife can't um can't carry their own uh baby so they uh, his was his sister was initially going to be surrogate wasn't she and yeah, she yeah hillary yeah and she lost the the child so mm-hmm. then so this girl ran out in front of her car by like just by chance apparently and she kind of like hit off her but she was fine and then yeah. she she was in the hospital getting treated for like her, you know, whatever injury she had. And Kaya. She, Kaya, yeah. And so yeah. she was in the hospital getting treated for her injury. And while she was in there, Martin Comston's sister, who was the surrogate, came in because Oh no, sorry, she was the she was the nurse, wasn't she? She, so was... she Yeah, so Hillary was the nurse and she was treating Kaya when she, when her miscarriage yes, started. That was yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. So then, obviously, there was a, a you know a bit of a commotion, and 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 Martin Compton and the wife came in, and Kaya, you know, got in there and listened to everything that was going on, and then basically offered to carry their the pregnancy for them. Yes, because they only had one more embryo left. Exactly. They said they were really desperate at this stage. Uh, it was kind of like now or never, really. Um, and because Martin Compton's character, so his character is called Dan Dockery, Docker. Really? Docker yes. yeah. Dockery, Dockery, yeah. 
and he is like a high profile businessman in Glasgow um, but he is a bit of a rags to riches story and he does have some sort of criminal record past so they never went down the surrogacy route because he ha- he couldn't get into America that's exactly it and we kind of learned that at the end of the first episode that there's something going on there yeah. and at the end of the first episode we started seeing those kind of big little lies-esque flash forward back moments uh, of someone drowning yeah which i thought in episode one was something to do with dockery but now in episode two when Kaya saw the front of the paper and it said, you know, victim identified, mm. she kind of freaked out a bit. But I don't know, is that because she had something to do with it or because he was her next door neighbour? Yeah, so well, the guy he, who died, yeah. his name was Dottie. His name, his actual name in real life is Paul Brannigan and he was in Love Hate. So I presumed oh. he was Irish because Brannigan, but uh, he's actually Scottish. Oh. And come here, his I- character's name's Kean, am I right? Dottie, yeah, is it, it's there, it's, IMDB is telling me his character's name is Dottie, but maybe that was his first name. And were they just oh, neighbours, yeah. or were they more than neighbours? Well, well, there's photos the on her phone that kind of Suggest that they were, yeah. That there was that they were in a couple. Yeah. And he did threaten her, not threaten her, but he was like, why are you hanging out with that high-profile businessman? Why are you leaving the apartment and everything? And he was suspicious of what she was doing, and he was... So, like, she could have had something to do with it, or Dan could have. Yeah. And so, also, we saw that Dan was kind of unsure. You know, she we knew in the first episode that she'd been in care, but we didn't know why. Dan was like, mm, a bit suspicious here that you're just offering, you know, your services like this, and I'm not sure. We learn in episode two that when she was 11 that she stabbed a pregnant woman to death and killed her and her unborn child. Gosh, I nearly fell off the couch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so he discovers that. And then we also learn that's why she has that relationship with that social worker, obviously, because... Because she's in... She's in witness protection, basically. She was in... She was brought into the care of the state and she's in witness protection. She also has a tattoo of the name of the woman she killed on her bloody ankle. Oh, is that... Oh, I thought that was her name before she... Legally changed it. Oh, am I wrong? No, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Killed, I thought the person killed was called Neve. And, and the way Neve is spelled, I'm like, I've never seen it spelled that way before. Yeah, in Ireland it's spelled N I A M H, but that's more of a Neve, like Neve in the craft. N E E V E, I think, isn't it? N E V E. Yeah, I've never seen it spelled that so, way before. She also, suggests, she also suggests to Dan, aka Martin Compson, that she wants to call their unborn child Neve as well. Which is just so... Yeah, fucked up. But it kind of makes us think that there's more to that murder. And also, the social worker, James, he's absolutely fab. Um, He seems to be like... He's covering for her. Or he had their back or something. Like, in this episode, didn't she bring him freaking out, being like, they're going to find out? And he's like, no, go back to the house. Like, they're not going to find out anything. So, and also... I think he's going to be dodgy AF. Do you think so? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, weren't they having... The the reason she um, was in the car accident in the first place is because they were having a blazing row and she had to walk out into the streets. Yeah. Um, I I found the whole, like... Like, they... Obviously, we knew that she had some sort of, like, criminal history because her record was swiped or whatever. Um, And then now, obviously, there's a... It's a murder. Like, it's a series about murder as well because the next-door neighbour has been pulled out of the river. Yeah, so yeah. who murdered the next-door neighbour? 
and why um i do also find what i find really hilarious i love all the colloquialisms like they're all like are you pished like when she oh went God, to the nightclub. Yeah. Are you pished? <laughs> Are you? P- <laughs> I can't do a Scottish yeah. accent. But I just, like, that all, it, 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 it's gas. Like, they're all I'd like, say. oh, I can't wait. Yes. Um, and did you notice that um, Scottish actress Shirley Henderson from Trainspotting um, was playing yes, yes, her yes, mum? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, in the, in the Black Day video. Yeah. And oh that, my gosh, sorry, she's in Harry Potter, the Chamber of Secrets. I Bridget knew Jones. the second I heard her voice, I was like, that's her. And then when I saw the silhouette, I was like, yeah, it's definitely her. Yeah, because she's tiny. And that's the that's one of two Harry Potter connections. The um, journalist who was on to Dan, she played yes. Kang in Harry Potter as well. Did Harry and her get together? So Ch- Harry fancied Cho Chang. But, yes, uh, she was actually with Cedric Diggory. Then he died, and they oh lived together for a brief period. God. But then oh my Harry God. had to leave. Also, yes. sorry, you know, sorry. What's the name of that actress that's in Train Spotting as well? It is Shirley. Yeah. Um. So she was also in our other favorite, um, Happy Valley. Do you remember? Oh my God! Yes. Oh wait, yes. sorry. So is so is the wife. What the wife. Emily, the wife in it, was in Happy Valley. She was, I, I w- was Googling her earlier on. Her um, name is Sophie, isn't it? Yes, what's the name of the, let me have a look. She's in Peaky Blinders. She's in, Sophie um, Randall, um, yeah. Yes, so she was in Happy Valley season one. Um, and she was the Sarah Lancaster's character, the the kind of like the deputy. She's, a, she's her girlfriend and Gentleman Jack as well. She's Saran Jones's love interest. Jeez. I love the crossovers oh, between guys. our shows. What? She was also David Budd's <laughs> wife and bodyguards. Yeah. Screaming, guys. You could just wrap it all up in a bow. <laughs> Couldn't you? But she was, no, do you remember in Happy Valley the way, I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but you know in the first season, the way her partner the other yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that was her yeah. that was her yeah. yeah oh god yeah she's brilliant actually i'm loving her in this yeah she Love. is very good in it so um, where do we think the nest is gonna go well okay I, I thought the journalist situation so interesting in terms of like she your one knew her cover was blown kaya was because your one said she was from the small town where the murder happened Oh my! I was so confused as to why she. So was I. So was I. And then the town's name is really—is it called like Lunt? No, it's not called Lunt. I just made that up. But like it (laughs) has—it's a weird name. And she kind of—is it called London? (laughs) Did she? She went up to her at the bar and she goes, "Oh, I just moved to. I just moved here. I come from." name of the town and i just wanted to get out of there or something and your one then her face like she was like oh my god she knows it's me i've been recognized oh my god rebecca thank you because i was so confused oh i was confused too but i went back a bit Uh, also her going out to the nightclub guys i couldn't stop laughing oh my god no i was (laughs) horrified at first i was like oh she just wants to dance she (laughs) hasn't had a drink and then when she went back in it got absolutely pished as he said i was like oh my god you no fucking it was idiot. it was horrific to watch at the stars i just was like what is going on with the series this is crazy and the puffer jacket yeah the also pu- guys when uh martin comes in march during to the restaurant and got her the new job right near one who was on the tails was fuming she's yeah. after stealing her bloke now as well oh my god she's scoring the nephew well she, she turned around and accused him of being gay before she scored him <laughs> I'm oh taking God. your job and I'm taking your man. 
Guys, the second we saw the headlines, though, come out of the bag, the journalist bag, who they swiped. So Martin Thompson's character has that weird bouncer lurking around the place. Yeah, his heavy. Is he a, bio, or a businessman or kind of like an associate? Is he? I don't know what he is. I, I think he's just think... his own private heavy to do whatever dirty work he needs done. I mean, and did he, he kill your man that's in the river? Her. That's true. And he just grabs the bag and he's like, and then also, do you know what I found was interesting too? Martin Thompson's character, Dan, didn't tell the older man yes. that there was anything in the bag. And who is that older man? Sorry, I thought we were talking about the older man. I think he's his business partner. Okay. Yeah, the older man's dodgy AF, but there's another yeah. bouncer guy who stole the bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because didn't them two dress up as the Peaky Blinders and go down to um, look at the new East End building <laughs> yeah. site yeah. together? So he's like, um, I think they're just business partners. Okay, because he said the older dude said in the first episode, he was like, we don't need the attention brought on us. So they've, they're they hiding something. They're, I think everyone's Guys, hiding something. I just thought of something there, okay? Do oh you know God. that scene that Martin Compton's character, okay, Dan and Kaya, are yeah. walking along the beach and the little poochie is like running up behind them and they're Such talking about baby dog. names? So gorgeous. You know what I found was weird? Martin Comston's obviously talking about the sister and he's like, oh, like, my mum's long gone. She died when I was 13. And I just felt like that was in there for a reason. I had the exact same thought because we've watched enough of these shows now to know how to be detectives with the script. So they don't put in anything that they don't want you to remember. Well, I totally missed that. (laughs) And I'll tell you what else I caught, which is obviously blatantly obvious, but when James, the lovely, um, handsome social worker, was putting his kid to bed. I really fancy him. Yeah, I do. I, it's just tall people. Yeah. They had like a three-minute conversation about yeah. mummy not coming home and will yeah. I stay with you or will I go live with grandparents and that wasn't in there for the crap Yeah, either. yeah, yeah. I did cop that bitch, yeah. Oh my so, God, I also have a theory, guys. I had to tell you, yes. say yours first. Say yours first. Do you have well, like, the person who Kaya murdered is going <gasps> yeah. to be one of the two women that we just like is it something to do with james's ex is it something to, do you know what i mean yeah, yeah she won't be not linked yeah no that's so true also i thought that maybe the woman that that kaya stabbed to death when she was 11 actually the baby did survive and that baby's in social care and your man's looking after her no i can't i can't is that no. we, just, we just bring in some twins in here now as well just yeah. you know for all and time's then sake no they're twins how is your one connected like that girl in it that kid like how is she connected or is that does does kaya already have a kid with the guy who was her next door neighbor and then is that social worker looking after that kid yeah, I also thought at the start, like one of my theories from episode one, but I think it's like, it, this cannot be true now, is that Kaya was already pregnant and she saw a solution, <sighs> but like they they inseminated her and the, Emily and yeah. Dan stood there watching yeah. it happen. And they had, they did scans and stuff before they inseminated yeah. her, so. But yeah, that is, that just maybe though there, though, there's something with that kid. And then also the situation with like the sister, like Hillary, like obviously the sister raised uh, Dan, like obviously after the mum died and everything. But I'm like, what's going on there? Like, I don't know. Like, and then the nephew. Yeah, the and sister's I, weird. There's just something in, I'm like, what is going on with that? I don't know. Um, the Radio Times have done an article, five unanswered questions we have after the next episode too. Will I read you the question? Yeah, oh, go on. Excellent. Okay, this is written by Flora Carr. So thanks a million for this. Did Dan kill Kaya's neighbour, Doddy? 
Um, I think we're definitely meant to think that, or I'm also now thinking, did Kaya kill him? Yeah. And just flip out. Yeah, the way she looked killer. at that headline on the newspaper stand, I think she might have done, yeah. Also, guys, her wearing the necklace was so terrifying. Very With The true. necklace of the woman that she murdered when she was 11. Neve. Wasn't she? Yes. Yes. Also, she was holding up that necklace the night that uh, the wife crashed into her and injured her leg. She was like, she had lost it or she was like holding it up to your man because there was a real like flash shot of that. Oh my God. So is the murdered pregnant woman the former wife of the social worker? Yeah, could be guys. Brendan, that's an accent here. I hadn't thought of that. So, if Kaya is 18 and the murder happened when she was 11, it's seven years ago. Yeah. And that kid, seven, guys. That kid in the bed. What age oh, is that kid in the bed? Shit. Um, the next question on this article is, who did Emily lose when she was younger? I'm not actually too <gasps> sure about this, so I'm going to read the paragraph. Yes. So it says, back in episode one, Dan mentioned a woman called Olivia when Emily was feeling anxious. Following a conversation between Emily and Kaya in episode two, it looks like we can now assume that Olivia was someone close to Emily who died years ago, yeah. resulting in Emily's anxiety surrounding Kaya's surrogacy. But who exactly was Olivia? What so, exactly yeah. was her connection to Emily and how did she die? So on, remember they were sitting in front of the fire and she's like, oh, can we have a fresh start? And she's like, oh, I just, I'm sorry about how I've been. I just don't believe things can work out and uh, because I lost someone close to me. Yes. So she's like, I struggle to believe that good things can happen and be okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting, Hannah. And um, the next question is Kaya, the notorious child killer. So I suppose, like, is she or isn't she? That's still up in the air. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure she is. Guys, or else she got blamed for something that someone else did or something like that. Because it's a lot easier to put a child down for murder. Like, you don't go away for life. You go to juvie, you get a new life and you move on. Yeah, so maybe the social worker actually killed that woman and Kaya took the blame. I well love done. how we're doing our usual here. We're literally saying every possible outcome so that we can be like, <laughs> oh yeah, said it. Yeah, we can play the audio back to and be like, do you remember? <laughs> uh, will Dan tell Emily about Kaya's background? I don't know because I think Emily's very close to the edge if you ask me. Guys, honestly, I think Emily could be the, like, is it a bit of a gone girl? Do you know what I mean? Rebecca, stop. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, that house is so perfect. We oh wouldn't suspect her at all. All She's I do know, job. what I know for sure, is that the view <laughs> from their kitchen is stunning. Guys, the house makes my stomach hurt because I want to live there so much and it's I know so unattainable. Do you see the artwork behind? There's a lot of shots of the lovely, like, prints that they have on the wall. Yeah, in the, the lovely flat. Yeah. The view also, of the water in the hills is just... We found it, didn't we? You did, you did. You did. You can rent it. <laughs> Guys, we should actually go there on some sort of retreat when we can fly again and and things go back to normal. But another thing I noticed, guys, because I just I only watched this today, was that they keep showing shots of the water outside the house, and that guy was found in the river. And I'm like, did someone kill him and dump him in the river from outside the house? Yeah, guys, I also have a big question mark around Doddy because I I don't think he was just Kaya's neighbor. There's a deeper connection. There's a deeper. There's something going on there. Maybe we're meant to look at those photos on the phone and think lovers, but maybe they were related. <gasps> maybe he killed your one and she was always protecting him. Yeah. 
Yeah, because he walked straight up to her on the roof. Like, maybe they already knew each other. Brother but they were and sister. Just... Yeah. Stop. That is so true. Maybe he killed the pregnant person and caught, you know? I'm tweeting out the cottage from the nest. <laughs> no, Hannah, do. It's absolutely stunning. Anyway, guys, but I, yeah, I can't it's wait a show with for... many a theory, isn't it? Yeah, can't wait for episode three. Can we make a little episode three prediction? Yeah, go for it. Um, I don't have any. <laughs> no, neither do I. Can you? Do I. One of the 55 theories that we just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can only really make predictions after I've watched one of those shows twice. Fair. And listen to another podcast about it. And read a Guardian review. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah true. It's I don't have really any good. of my own opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, guys, this has been really fun. What yes. do we... Just yeah, before we go, I was can I say, say I was like, do we have anything else weird to say? <laughs> I just want to say thank you to Sue who emailed us. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll just read it out really quickly. Last week she said, hi, everyone. It was so good to hear you guys again. Can we just talk about the nest? Oh, my God. Just finished episode two. Can't even guess what's going to happen, but I'm pure hooked. No idea who to trust. Martin Compton is absolutely bloody brilliant in it. Cannot yes. wait for the next episode. And then she said, the BBC are showing the last two episodes over the Easter weekend, which is not this weekend, the one after. And she said, that's really exciting. So that's a brilliant bit of news that I didn't know. That so is. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. We can watch it over that weekend and we can have a virtual viewing party. Yeah, oh and then God, we have loads to talk about on the Monday. Yeah. Oh my God, guys, we should put the background of the house on Zoom so we can pretend that we're in the house. <laughs> As a background. It's so oh. glamorous, isn't it? That's a fabulous idea. Um, and then, oh yeah, also, we'd also love to know, like, should we talk about the nest in more detail? Do you want to hear a bit about Save Me? Obviously, some people haven't started the nest because we're two episodes in, but uh, uh, we'll definitely all be watching them over the next few weeks. Yeah, we will be watching them, but we're just conscious that this is a line of duty kind of feed, and we just don't want to, you know, piss you off. But like, if you want to hear, true. if you want to hear about it, let us know. Yeah, usually we have more of a, a plan because this is our quarantine emergency podcast. Let's just figure out what how it's going to be, and you guys can give us feedback, emails, Twitter. You know, we're at Trimepod on all the socials. You can let us know. Yeah, and Trimepod at gmail dot com as well. Yeah, absolutely. God, and I really so we're missing out on. Oh yeah, let us know because like we obviously this is the time to rewatch and to binge stuff you've never seen. And right now I am off to start episode number three of Tiger King. Oh, I'm gonna watch episode one. I have to do it. Okay, I have a Westworld inside. I'm on episode three. Really enjoying that so far. So that's what I'm off to do now. Amazing. Okay, so guys. Harsh. Until until next week. Until next week. Oh, I miss you. Goodbye. Bye. Love you. Uh, bye. Bye. Shrine of Duty. There's only one thing I'm interested in. One thing only. And that's bent covers. Shrine of Duty. The official, unofficial podcast. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.